everyone, and welcome to the Proud Westies podcast. I'm Troy Dodds, and my guest today is Daniel Laddie from PRD Nationwide in Penrith. Nobody knows real estate in Penrith better than Daniel, and as we approach the busy spring selling season, it's time to offer some tips to both buyers and sellers about what they should be doing to prepare for their next big move. Daniel Laddie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Troy. How are you? Very well. Now, let's start talking about the fact that we're getting out of winter now. We're starting to head into the time when people are looking to uh, potentially sell their homes. Um, are you starting to see a lot of interest and a lot of uh, market appraisals and things like that? Yeah, it's been it's been very twofold, actually. So talking on behalf of sellers at the moment, spring is very much that traditional time where the home's looking good. The um, you know People have that better attitude just with the, the temperature starting to warm up. Um, so we are starting to certainly see more houses released to the market on a, on a weekly basis. Um, so that's probably happened, especially for the election this year, that was definitely a bit of a, a quiet period. Um, but now over the last three or four weeks, there's a lot more momentum being built. Um, so that's definitely a, a time that you need to be getting on the market if you are looking at trying to make the move um, before Christmas or be, be in your new home this year. So, yeah. yeah. What about when people are ringing you up and you know, you're know off to, for a market appraisal, what are they actually looking to do there? Is it is it finding out what their home's worth or is it more about knowing, gee, what do I need to do to actually present this for sale? Yeah, there's been a fair bit of research done on this particular um, question, which the results might be a bit surprising. Um, look, typically people want to, of course, know what their house is worth. Um, and, and obviously what agents charge if they're comparing it across um, a range of agencies. But the number one um, result that we've found and th- from a very wide-ranging uh, survey is that what people are looking to find out from agents, especially top-performing agents, is um, what they need to do to their home to make it ready for sale. It really comes down to if they've got a few weeks up their sleeve before they come on the market, is what can be done in that time frame to really help get them that maximum outcome. So a lot of people obviously would be thinking, oh, gee, this, this carpet's you know 15 years old and it's seen better days or I've got an old kitchen. Is it that kind of stuff that they always feel, gee, I need to fix this up before sale? I mean, they're maybe a bit embarrassed by, by something in the house or, or something like that? Yeah, look, certainly getting that advice is important. Um, we've had a lot of examples where we've given some um, clients some advice around making some modifications. Um, but in saying that, there's also those type of properties that if there is a lot of money to be spent and it's a little bit uh, daunting and 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 um, financially unavailable to the to the person to do that work, then um, selling the homes and just trying to target the right buyers for someone who wants a renovation type project is another option. Um, so what, our advice is never just assume what can and can't what what needs to be done. Um, get some proper professional advice um, because your particular property um, may have some development potential. Just something that you're not aware of. Uh, where that money you're spending could be could be wasted. Because I guess if you spend ten or twenty grand to get yourself a new kitchen or a new bathroom, you're not necessarily guaranteed to see that added to the the end price, eh? Yeah, look, it's a very bold statement for any agent to say if you spend ten or twenty thousand dollars, you're going to add that in value. We've seen plenty of examples over the years where people have spent you know in excess of that type of um, budget to improve their home, um, but. For an agent to come out and say that if you do those things and spend ten or twenty thousand dollars, you're going to add um, an extra twenty or thirty thousand dollars. It's a very bold statement. Um, our, our philosophy on this is that we give certain advice and 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 really try to improve certain areas of the home um, because we want it to appeal to a greater audience of buyers. And when we can appeal to a greater audience of buyers and we get those buyers emotionally connected, um, that saleability that's been created will allow you to get that extra premium in the price. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So being being mindful of what needs to be spent. Is is very, very important. Um, but spending it with the 100% goal of, of, of achieving more um, isn't as simple as that. 
I guess for, for buyers as well, they need to be... Their, their price range would depend on certain things like deal breakers when, you know, if they want an extra media room or they want five bedrooms, not four, because, you know, they want a, a study or something like that. Uh, managing expectations, I guess, is, is a big thing for buyers. Um, yeah, so certainly buyers... Um, what we're finding is buyers will have a certain set of requirements they're looking for. Um, but mind you, if we did a survey across the last 100 buyers, I would say that only a small percentage of those actually purchase what they set out to buy. Okay. Um, and it's because people are walking into homes and they, they're having that emotional attachment. Um, so doing things like improving the carpet or, or staging the property to a certain degree um, can, can, can open that emotional attachment to that buyer. Talking of emotional attachment, the seller generally has an emotional attachment to the property that they're letting go. Um, I guess sometimes they feel... I don't know, is it good to have them out of the house when, when this process is happening? Because obviously if someone's saying, oh, gee, I don't like that colour wall, you know, the bloke might be very proud that he painted that wall bright pink. Yeah, look, there, there really is a tip around that, is that um, you've got to be mindful that if you own the home, that you've already purchased it, you're not buying it again. Um, so you've got to make sure that the way that you present your home and the, the things that you love about it, um, they will be seen by buyers potentially. Um, but again, the brown wall or the, the big Panthers photo yeah. hanging on the wall um, <laughs> may not be the um, the thing that it's going to appeal to the widest range of buyers. So we've got to be very mindful of, of um, take, without without it coming across offensive, um, of really being mindful of what's going to um, best showcase your home to the biggest percentage of buyers. So would you actually advise people, like say there's this, um, you know, let's say I'm in Penrith, but I'm a big Parramatta fan and I've got a massive eels thing on my wall. Would you actually go to that level to say, oh, look, should we take this down? Like, does it get that intricate? It goes a little bit further than that, to be honest. So um, obviously in a lot of people's homes, especially when they've been in there for, for many, many years, um, there'll be a lot of personal um, photographs, yeah. uh, family photos and a whole range of different things. Um, our advice is typically to, to remove those um, items um, because it does, it can date the property depending on how it, um, um, it's displayed, um, but it also is exposing a lot of private information about the person potentially. And yeah. if, with today's age of everything being online in terms of photography, um, you know, we make sure all clients are mindful of that. Um, yeah, and very much the same with um, if, if, if there's one room in particular that's a bit offensive, which certainly a Parramatta um, <laughs> supporter would, would be seen that way. Absolutely. Um, then, yes. Um, yeah, we'd definitely be giving acute advice around that particular item. Okay. So when it comes to, you know, the day that there's an open home inspection, you've obviously gone through this this advice and telling people what they should and shouldn't do. Um, that's a nervous time, I guess, for sellers, isn't it? The, the first time that their home's being opened up to, to other people. Um, do you find that expectations are generally higher or lower or does it depend on where the market is at for sellers? Yeah, look, every marketplace, there's a different strategy that needs to be employed. Um, but certainly the agent's job is really setting up the sale with those particular clients. So um, it would be unprofessional to for the owners to have no expectation around what's going to happen. So uh, one of the top performing agents, as we, we would class ourselves, is to uh, make sure that those meetings that we've had prior to um, introducing buyers um, have set up the clients with every possible outcome that could happen. Yep. Um, something that we do in particular at PRD Nationwide is uh, make sure that we're actually gathering written feedback from every client. So um, it's one thing to have 10 people through your home um, and, and the clients are very anxious around hearing what feedback um, mm. they've received today. Um, we actually get all that data in written form. So it's asking clients what, um, what, what the, sorry, it's asking buyers about what they like about the home, yep. but also what they like least, um, which allows us just to track that data and, and, and work out if there's things we then need to improve. So it's not always about improving it for the, prior to the first open house. It's something that may need to be looked at you know, this, as the campaign runs. Yeah, this might not be important at all, but how important is the reason the person is actually selling? 
Look, there's um, there's normally a reason. There's normally a problem as to why people sell. Um, it could be the fact their family's growing, or uh, they've been married, or there's relocation needs, um, some financial pressure or financial gain, um, or purely just some lifestyle decisions as to why people move. Um, that would never be showcased to the buyers. I think, um, again, a good agent um, who's got a good track record. Um, it's it's about trying to uh, um, showcase the property um, to, to the most general in the most general way that, that appeals to the largest group of target buyers. Um, so certainly a client's, a seller's um, personal reasons around selling would not be disclosed to, to any parties. Do you, do you ever find uh, sellers are a little bit uh, unhappy or taken aback with the way you might advertise a property or is that a, a conversation that's had with them already? So if you, if you put something, you know, renovator's delight mm-hmm. um, and, and the guy's thinking, well, Joe, you know, this is you know, my home or whatever else. I mean, are those conversations had in terms of, look, this is how I think that you should market the property? Yeah, look, I've, I've been doing it for 16 years now and certainly early in, in my career, um, we probably made a few mistakes there just with um, assuming um, how clients would expect things to be done. Um, but certainly now, um, that meeting we have pre-listing and pre-launch of the property is all, is all designed around setting up the service requirements for the client. So um, we, we would never, uh, we, we involve our clients in proofing of the advertising and, and yeah. um, you know, it, it would never really come as a shock to them, but certainly we may have to go to them with a different strategy uh, that they may not have been prepared for. Absolutely. All right. Now, we've gone through the, you know, do you or do you not spend 10 or 20K, all, all of those kind of things, but Really, when it comes down to it, what should people be doing as far as preparing to sell their house is concerned? If it's time to go, it's time to, to give you a call at PRD Nationwide in Penrith. What's the, uh, the the first step that they should be going through and then the process from there? Absolutely. So the, the first step really is identifying what that, that issue is for you having to move. Um, but having to be very mindful, one of the important factors is is understanding time. So we touched on that before, but you need to get your head around, okay, if we want to be moved by, by spring or by school starting in January 2017, working backwards, how long do we have to be making these decisions? Yeah. And, and I think that's what really comes as a su- surprise to many clients. Yeah. Um, and that's a know, difficult period as well, because you might have, if that period is six weeks and you haven't found somewhere, it's all very stressful for people too. Yeah. And, and look, that's probably talking about once you've found a buyer, yeah. but then the process of actually finding a buyer yeah. and certainly each marketplace um, and each style of property has different days on market stats. Um, so yeah, so you need to know you're dealing with someone in terms of the agent who who understands all that data. Um, the second thing would be you really need to understand your budget. So if there's an, a budget put aside to be able to help improve the saleability of your home, um, is is how we're going to um, first of all tap into that and and where we're going to be applying that. So again, it's it's really just coming down to having a plan um, and assuming that the property is ready to go, it's generally not the case. So um, mm. getting an agent in nice and early, um, even if you're not thinking of selling for three months or, or six months or maybe in mid-2017 you're looking at doing something, yep. then um, it doesn't hurt getting an agent out now. And, and we certainly work with clients for, for many years prior to them coming on the market. Okay. Um, and again, it's getting all that advice in early. Uh, and then once you've had that relationship with the agent, we can then um, – Obviously, even if there's a, a 12-month forecast of when you're selling, we can be keeping you up to date with relevant information around the market. That's interesting. different trends. Yeah, I think a lot of people's perception would be, I'll call you on Monday and it'll be on uh, the website and in the paper by Friday. But uh, that's not really how it works. No, no. And certainly to maximise your outcome, we've got to make sure that we're ticking off on these few things. Um, f- I guess the last thing to be mindful of about preparing your home is is, is understanding what contacts you, you may have. So... Hmm. Um, I personally not very handy. I'm not sure about yourself, Troy, but... Oh, look, I've got a hammer or something like that at home, <laughs> and that's, that's about it for my toolbox. Yeah, so understanding like who you can rely on and who you can fall on um, to get some of these things done to your property is um, is a list that you should be making.
working, yeah. even if you don't need to call on it initially. Because it could be just small things, couldn't it? Like the, the back gate doesn't lock properly or things like that that could probably turn people off just a little bit on the day. You might as well get it fixed. 100%. And another good example is a lot of people are very proud um, and, and invest heavily into getting a new lighting system through their property. Yeah. So they may have a range of downlights, for example. Um, and if one of those is out on the day of photography, mm. it stands out. So little things like that. If you're not equipped to be able to change a downlight, um, you know, or it's unsafe for you to do so, then you need to know who you can call on. Yeah. Um, and again, a good reputable, reputable agent uh, with a good track record um, will have all those contacts and an approved suppliers list of people you can use um, mm. to get the job done. And it's important to know, I guess, the things not to do as well, which is why talking to you early is an important thing. I mean, there's no sense in you you know, necessarily getting brand new carpet for a place when people are going to come in and say, oh, well, I don't like this carpet. You know, they might redo it anyway. So I guess there's bits and pieces that are you know, that you wouldn't do as well. It's not just about telling you what to do. Yeah, look, and we talked before about the fact that you as the owner aren't going to be the buyer this time around because mm. you've already owned it. Um, it's very much the same for the agent. Now, the agent shouldn't be buying your property. They're, yeah. they're there to sell your property. Um, and again, if they're coming along and giving you advice um, that's not substantiated with um, good track records and good testimonials um, and case studies showing how they've done it in the past, then be a little bit wary because just because an agent um, has their own personal opinion doesn't mean it's what's going to be well received in the market i guess there's people that are hearing this kind of advice for the first time they wouldn't know that you should see an agent quickly you would have people i presume who come in and say i've just found my dream property i want to buy it can you sell mine next week um, <laughs> does, does that process happen sometimes it can as i said earlier it can be a stressful time if you're doing the traditional buy and sell yes um it can be a pretty stressful time because what's on the like luck really comes down to it doesn't it what's on the market at a particular time and who's in the market for your property as well there's very many different types of buyers out there but what we see especially in our like our area out here in western sydney is there's a lot of aspirational buyers so they may not be in the market until they see the right home with Mm. a sign out the front or looking through the local paper and um so so yes you need to um be prepared as an agent for when those situations arise. Um, but again, having a good team behind you in terms of um, how we structure the business um, in real estate um, allows those quicker decisions to happen. So again, the more time you've got, the better things can be. Um, but very much people's um, decision-making around their next property, whether downsizing or upsizing, um, is um, designed around um, having all that information at hand first. Absolutely. Now, I guess it's uh, these days as well, you're selling real estate a lot different than you did, say, 15 or 20 years ago. There's there's a lot of different mediums now, whether it be uh, online, social media, still the traditional print publications as well. Um, I guess now sellers can also get involved in that process, sharing things to, to people on Facebook and things like that. You find that sellers are probably more involved than ever in the the process of selling the home? Yeah, it's been really interesting over the last 16 years because uh, the internet didn't exist when mm. I first started my career and um, we've always felt that we're um, you know, fr- front on the front foot in terms of being a little bit more dynamic. So yeah. we, we encourage um, and, and research a lot of um, different um, avenues that we can be advertising properties in and certainly owners are getting involved in that more more so with social media. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of examples where... Um, um, someone's grandparents might be looking to relocate or downsize, um, and it's the children who are um, interacting through some of the social media um, advertising yeah. that's that's bring it to the attention of the family um, through those means. So yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting change to the market. Absolutely. All right. So when it comes to you know the the, the crunch time is on, you're putting the the house on the market. 
the different times obviously depend on uh, the state of the market at the time as to how long it sells. But are you giving anyone, as we head into this sort of spring selling season, an average where you think it might it might be as far as selling their property is concerned? Yeah, look, it's an interesting year. Um, we've, Western Sydney's had a very strong few years. Um, obviously, last year, um, it's regarded in most of the media as, as, as boom time. Um, the market's definitely transitioned. Um, so the biggest difference we're seeing this year is that the traditional time when people like to sell their home is in spring because they've had time to, to refresh the property, the gardens yep. are looking good. Um, this year, 2016, it, 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 we're sensing that it's probably going to work against some sellers. Um, for example, at the moment, there's a complete lack of opportunities out there for buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the moment, if you're selling a home and you've list, just listed in the last couple of weeks or you're about to in August, um, you're not competing against many homes. So um, that's interesting for the buyers because there's not much for them to, to um, be choosing from. Um, what we're seeing is when this traditional time of people listing their house is, is approaching. So I would say by mid-September to maybe the long weekend in October, um, any time after that, if you're looking at selling this year, you're going to be competing against a lot of other houses. Mm. Um, and because the market has transitioned, we're not seeing as many buyers enter the market at the rate of what has happened the last few years. So you may find if you're making that decision decision soon, um, you know, certainly late September into October may be the time um, but you might have just missed getting that best outcome. What about for buyers? So uh, let's talk first home buyers uh, first. It's it's becoming more and more difficult, isn't it? I mean, only what four or five years ago you could buy a still for three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. You could buy a decent three bedroom home, fixer upper and whatnot. Those days are they gone? Well, th- there are still opportunities that come up. I, I guess the. The other thing to look at is interest rates that are at an all-time yep. low. Um, so if there's ever going to be a chance to enter the market, it's when um, you know, accessing finance is, is at its lowest. Um, that's certainly now. Um, but again, with the price increase we've had in some of the suburbs in our area, um, it is getting very uh, much more difficult for some of those first home buyers. Um, but again, you shouldn't be just be guessing whether you're ready to buy. You should be getting proper advice. So you know, planning whether you're selling and planning whether you're buying, especially as a first home buyer is absolutely paramount because um, until you know what you're armed with to go out there and purchase. Mm. Um, and what, what I do know is we're meeting buyers every weekend and there's competition happening and the buyers who aren't ready are the ones who are missing out. Well, actually, when I was looking to buy a couple of years ago, which is when the market was starting to really take off, uh, the real estate agent, I went to one property and said, well, if you don't have pre-approval, I actually don't even really want to talk to you because I'll sell that before you get the pre-approval uh, from the bank. So it's important to be prepared before you, you walk into an open home just randomly on a Saturday morning. Absolutely. And especially if you're one of those buyers who, um, like the aspirational buyer I mentioned, if you fall in love with something and you can't have it, it's a lot worse yeah. than, um, um, it's a lot more disappointing than if you know you're ready to go and you can make proper decisions. Mm. So, so yeah, so certainly, um, yeah, there's, there's avenues out there and, and, um, you know, whether it's a broker or a bank, um, for example, Bank of Queensland, who you deal with, yep. um, they've got systems in place to be able to fast track first home buyers and any buyer to be ready to be able to purchase. When it comes to buyers, I mean, yes, you're a real estate agent, but you're probably a, a part-time marriage counsellor as well. I imagine when couples are coming through, <laughs> the deal breakers are different. I know with my wife, we're talking about uh, buying you know, somewhere else next year, and our deal breakers are very different as far as what, what we want. So that can be a challenge as well, to, for, for particularly for families and, and couples, to decide exactly what they're looking for. Well, yes, very true. We see it happen a fair bit on the front lawn. People are arguing about whether it's the right house for them. Um, but what I would encourage you to do is, once you know you're ready to buy is to actually um, not just rely on what you're seeing on the, in- on the internet. Um, you know, there's a lot of floor plans available. There's a lot of um, you know, c- creative um, photography that's yes. being used. 
Um, it's nothing like going and turning up at the property, inspecting it, um, you know, sometimes in the rain, driving yeah. past it at night time in peak times, just to get a real proper feel for the home. Yeah. And what I know for sure is that someone who wants a four-bedroom home um, in South Penrith certainly can buy a three-bedroom home in Jamison Town yep. um, that's got much bigger bedrooms than what they thought, which would allow two of the kids to share, for example. So, so yeah, they wouldn't have experienced that by looking at the internet. They would have to go out and actually look at the house. So when agents run open for inspections, any buyer, whether they're ready or whether they're a seller, is always welcome to attend those inspections. Um, and, and that's going to allow um, just further education about what you like but give you a good, real good feel of, of what the market's doing as well. When it comes to buying, is it, um, like you, you said about you know six months in advance or whatnot for sellers, but for buyers, uh, is there any of that at all? Like, could I walk into you and say, listen, at some point in the next year, I'm looking to buy a four-bedroom home in South Penrith. You know, is that a good thing to do because I'm suddenly on your radar as someone when that property comes up? Yeah, look, th- that type of mentality is certainly traditional and, and we like to still class ourselves with those type of values. Um, we work, we have sp- dedicated buyer managers who work closely with buyers for that particular reason. Um, so we know if we find you the right house, you're either going to um, be ready to buy it. Um, so we'd like to be able to deal with clients like that. The one thing that I know, Troy, is that the buyers who we get to meet early, whether it's at an open house or they particularly come in the office, um, by putting a face to a name and us, us actually assessing your situation better and having a very good idea what you're looking for, for, there's absolutely no doubt that the service that those buyers receive is to the highest possible standard. Mm. Um, if you're a buyer who just rocks up and we haven't had any type of relationship before, it makes us very hard. It makes it very hard for us to know exactly how we're going to find that best property for you. And talking to an agent helps as well because you you don't necessarily like. I mean, let's not bore people, but there's a lot of algorithms that go on with realestate.com.au and Domain and the other websites. Uh, there's there's uh, agents that advertise in one paper and not another paper. You could still miss, even in this day and age, you could still miss an opportunity out there. Absolutely. And the agents who know they've got their... I'd be very surprised if any agent didn't keep a hot list of buyers. Yep. And they're the buyers we know who can make decisions today yep. if we found a seller who was ready to make to, to, to be involved in that negotiation. Yep. Um, if we don't know you, we can't ring you. So, mm. um, so it's very important that you're not just registering for an email blast, uh, but you're actually taking the time to... And we'd love to share that time with you to really understand what you're looking for and and what your needs are. Tell us about PRD Nationwide and the way that you guys... I I always consider that, you know, there might be more agents out there that that boast, you know, more listings one week or more listings, whatever, but you guys seem to be the the progressive agency as far as Penrith is concerned in particular. Um, How has that been for you, that change? Obviously, it's a pretty competitive market. There's um, there's new agents starting up all the time. It's probably easier than ever for people to go out on their own, and we've seen that in, in different areas, but... You guys have been extremely progressive with different initiatives, different ways of doing things. Um, you obviously realised at some point that needed to be the direction. Yes. Look, we've had the opportunity to really to handle a lot of high-volume sales. Um, the good bit about that for sellers is that when we're selling more properties, we're meeting more qualified buyers. Um, so that in turn allows us to be able to you know, give ourselves, give the seller the best chance of getting that result. Um, it's a nice compliment you've made. Thank you very much about um, how we're seen in the marketplace. Mm. And it's by having just good people working for us. So um, the, the traditional agent would handle all the different elements of trying to list your property. Yep. Um, that's certainly changed and it's our, our working model. Um, we have specialists come in for each and every little role um, that allows the lead agent, which um, for my sellers would, would be myself, um, to handle the most important aspects, which is generally the, the one-on-one liaising with 
them the sellers, um, the qualified buyers, and obviously the negotiation to try to get that best price. Absolutely. So, so by having more hands on the job, um, which is our philosophy around um, for our selling clients, mm. um, allows us to keep on continuing to get those um, those outcomes exceeding in a lot of times our expectations too. Well, we've all met a real estate agent at, um, at some time in our lives and we sort of shake our heads and wonder how they're, they're possibly still in, in business. We <laughs> certainly don't have that at PRD Nationwide. It's a uh, highly respected uh, organisation right throughout the country, but obviously in Penrith, it's, um, it's as I said, just going ahead in leaps and bounds. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up by talking just your, fi- your final tips. If, if you're sitting at home and you've just worried people because they wanted to sell in two months and, uh, and you, they should have contacted you last February, uh, where are they at? What, what, what's the big tips for people who are, who are now even just in the top tiniest bit considering selling look please just make contact with the agent we'd love to be able to help you um there's a lot of opportunities where we go look at someone's house and they've spent all afternoon and potentially day before making the house as ready as they can be um for just for us agents to come have a look um i'd encourage you not to worry about that i'm certainly you know taking some pride in your home is important but what we're looking for are those little tips that we can give you to help improve the saleability so don't delay the decision to get an agent out for two three weeks or or longer um if it's if it's if front of mind for you at the moment, just get the agent out. It can normally be um, restricted to around 15, 20 minutes for us to have that initial chat. Certainly longer once we actually get into the mode of getting your house ready for sale. But um, but yeah, just don't be intimidate, intimidated by someone popping over and giving you that information. So yeah. I would encourage you to to um, even if it's this year or next year to make that initial contact, and um, we'd love to be able to give you that that startup advice. Yeah, talk to an expert rather than having some guesswork about what you think should be done around your property because you might be wasting your time and money. And I can guarantee you, an agent from another area or a friend who you have who works in Queensland isn't going to be able to give you the advice that's relevant for your actual suburb. So yeah. we're we're a Western Sydney agency. I've lived here all my life and uh, we understand the intricacies of every part of the marketplace out here so we'd love to be able to share that with you all right the important details how do people get in touch with you yeah so directly um you can call me on 0417 047 458 uh, that's my direct number and via email daniel at prd.net.au uh, our website's prd.net.au uh, which I hope you will attach to the, um, we will. the information here today. We so, will. yeah, either way, we'd love to speak to you and um, look forward to it. All right, Daniel, thanks very much for joining us on the Proud Westies podcast. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm.